Y'all got your drink fellas. Got my drink. It was like, ooh, Al lips look so good. I got good everything, Chuck. What else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture I sent you. Ooh. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, aka okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Hey everybody, happy Friday and welcome to TGIF. I am your girl Claudia Jordan and I'm with two of the most fabulous men in the game. Without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce them. Uh, we are joined by brand strategist, Mr. Al Reynolds. Uh, what's up, Claudia? Hey, hey. And multimedia personality, Versace underwear swimsuit collection model, Funky Dineva. <laughs> okay. Welcome. Just- it just never gets old. <laughs> and I'm going to go, like I said, Claudia Jordan. I, okay, I know I teased y'all last week about a major announcement. Should we just get it out the way now or should we wait till no. the end of the show? To the end. Although we've come. <laughs> oh, God. No, now, I guess. So it's 50 50. You know what we'll do? In the chat, y'all let us know if you want to know right now or do, we, do you want us to build up the suspense all throughout the show? And uh, we'll get to it. But it's, it's good news, right? It's good news, fellas. It's, good news. it's great news. It's amazing news. And it's only going to get better. Anyways, let's get... What'd you say? I said he's not really going to eat popcorn while he's on. I literally was thinking, I'm like, I'm so ghetto. I'm at work eating caramel corn. Listen, my friend at AKA, and they had a popcorn sale. And I had to buy like $100 worth of supporter. This is the best popcorn I ever know. Full disclosure, um, so one of us just recently started taking better care of his body, going to the gym, and now he's finally taking vitamins for the first time in his life. Uh, that is our own Funky Dineva, who's on an iron pill because he was cold, boot thing was cold at the crib. So he's going to be feeling extra froggy tonight. So for our viewers, I just want y'all to know, he's feeling extra something, a little extra something tonight, right? Viewer discretion, be warned. Hide your kids. Tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, weekend, anyone have anything? I mean, this week, anybody do anything fun this week? I didn't do anything fun this week. You know, this was my... When, when was I in Mexico laying it low and spreading it wide? Was that last week? Mm. I still ain't caught up since Mexico, so I laid low this week. But this weekend... It's Pride Weekend and it's Juneteenth, baby. I'm finna slut out the whole Miami. I'm finna do all the liquor, all the boys, all the scams, okay? I'm doing all the hotel rooms from Miami to Fort Lauderdale to Mar-a-Lago, baby. You say it's a party and an old man with a Rolex, baby, I am there. That's the shit I'm on. City girl in a 305, ghetto booty with a big behind. That's me. Speaking of big behinds, our very own Al Reynolds celebrated his birthday. Who were you slutting it out and laying it low and spreading it wide like Funky Dineva? Were you doing the same? No, but I tell you what, I was having a good time. I, I, I ate too much. I drank too much. I caught up with all my New York friends. I really had a great time. I want to say thank you to Joy and thank you for all my friends that supported me for my birthday brunch. I mean, as you saw, I posted on Instagram uh, in my story. We had an amazing time. I saw your people, friends, and ex-friends all came out to support you, Al Reynolds. I'm not going to be that messy, but you you, you know what I'm saying? I saw that. He also reaffirmed where it is we stand in his life because we didn't get an invite. <laughs> and, and, you, and, you know, and you know, Funky, I was looking all over for them damn glasses 
that um, he wanted, and he didn't invite us, so I just sent him half the money for the glasses. <laughs> That's right. Like Smokey Mama said on Friday, make it enough. Okay. <laughs> so Al, make that three fifty. <laughs> make it enough. <laughs> for real. That's a true friend right there. Three fifty. I was like, when I got that in Apple Pay, I was like, what do I get this from? I didn't work yesterday. <laughs> oh well, okay. Well, if we were invited to the party, we I would have given you the whole amount. Oh come on! And I'd have gave you something else, but we didn't get it. It was right a last before. minute. It was a last minute situation. Really? Because your ex friend was there. But that was because I was joining that. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm messing with you. <laughs> Okay, let's start the show. I love when we have messy side jokes. Tonight's right. going to be a messy show. We've got some good topics. Oh, for sure. All right, let's get into it. Uh, anyone catch the verses this weekend? Trina versus Eve. What, uh, if you did, what'd you think? I was down to the bar with the Honda cars. We, I actually was invited to be there. Trina was doing hers from Story, and a friend of mine got invited. That my friend that produces Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, he invited me to go. I didn't want to go because I'm just my almost 40 year old ass just can't do the whole club scene thing anymore. Mm -hmm. But I heard through social media that Trina did her damn thing, that Eve did her damn thing, and that it was a very good show to watch from what I hear. Al, did you check it out? Yeah, I did. I actually watched the I watched the clips. I didn't watch the actual verses. But let me tell you something. These two women are amazing. Think about it. Eve at 18 was used to be a stripper. She went from being a stripper to being a rapper. She gave up her stripping to be a rapper. Then she went from rapping to acting, from acting to an entrepreneur, from that to being a talk show host to being a billionaire. Eve is now a billionaire. And it's funny that at 18, she went from stripping to being a billionaire. And Trina, on the other hand, this incredible woman went from being a, studying for her real estate license because she wanted to be a real estate, a realtor. She went from studying to, to get her real estate license to being what I consider and what most explain to be the most consistent rapper of all times. And I say for sure, hands down, she won this. Okay. I, I, I think hip hop won and the fans won, you know, and, and for Eve to be a billionaire and, you know, she living her life over there in England she don't have to do any. This is all. This is right. All for the culture. For the culture. Yeah, she she didn't have to do it, and for her to come out like I like people that don't think. You know what? I'm beyond that. I'm too big. And she said, "Oh hell yeah, I like that." Yeah, you know the matchup was a little weird to me at first because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you know, these are two ladies who were willing to do it, and and and, and why not? And they did a good job. I mean, they mm-hmm. did twenty rounds. I mean, they didn't come, wow. they, they, they did their thing, like seriously. Those women- shout out to Trina. She's on the radio doing a morning show with Trick Daddy. My boy Talis produces this show down in Miami. And morning radio is, is extremely tough. So I love that they just keep on going and, and, and they keep that bag coming in. Didn't yeah. Trick Daddy discover her? Yes. I think so. Yes. Trick Daddy who discovered her. That's I, I find it like it speaks to her character that her and Trick Daddy have been in this game and behind each other, having each other's back for this long. I, I mean, much respect to Trina. Hardest word. One of the hardest rapper, female rappers in the game. Love her. I love her, too. All right. Speaking of something. OK, from love to this, we got to talk about this topic. It's been all over the news. Uh, it's, I just think it's so hilarious now that white folks are talking about Juneteenth. But our early this week, the Senate um, unanimously passed uh, a resolution that established June 19th as Juneteenth National Independence Day, making it a federal paid holiday to commemorate the end of slavery in this country, the official end, because uh, in Texas, 
they the slaves here spent an extra two years plus while they didn't get the word from you know the folks so anyway that's when that's when everybody became free uh according to multiple reports oh i'm sorry what do you think about this story i mean people are talking about the whole juneteenth thing there's been mixed reviews online people saying okay that's cute it's a nice gesture but what about the police reform what about reparations what about you know there's so much more is this just a vanity uh thing that they're throwing to throwing our way what do y'all think it most definitely is performative. Like, once again, white people, we didn't ask y'all for this. Like, we asked y'all to stop killing us. We <laughs> asked you for the police reform. We asked you to, 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 to put a law in place that when these police officers kill black people innocently, that they don't get paid leave and they don't still get to get their pension. And they don't, we like, y'all are giving us everything except what we ask for or what we truly need, want, and desire. And then I find it odd that you give us something that your ass benefit from, right? Because it ain't like y'all saying all the black people to commemorate Juneteenth. Y'all, y'all, y'all good. I'ma watch your phones, girl. I'ma, I'ma do your accounts, girl. I'ma handle your caseload while you out. No, y'all ass is out on holiday too, barbecuing. And the thing that's gonna get me, baby, is when I go down to the bar and you see the white people talking about. Take a shot. Happy Juneteenth. That's just going to send me through the damn roof. It's going to send me through the roof. Al, what you think? Well, you know, I disagree. I think when it comes to legislation, this is a huge move. I feel like I uh, take my hat and tilt my hat, I'm sorry, to Biden for this. This is huge, in my opinion, because what you got to think about it. This is the first federal holiday since the Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This is huge. More than 40 years it has taken for us to get another federal holiday. And what I think this federal holiday does, it forces all Americans to face this uncomfortable truth about our history and that history is slavery. And it continues to push the marker and challenge this nation to live up to its ideas and to be the place that it says it is, which is equality for all. So to me, I congratulate Biden for taking this step I congratulate Biden to sticking to his presidential campaign where he wanted equality and inclusion. To me, this is a glorious day, and especially for Opal Lee. That woman right there at 94 years old walked 1,400 miles from Fort Worth, Texas to D.C. to support this legislation. When was it? Four years ago when she was 90 years old. And she did it because in 1939, the white um, supremacist at that time broke into her home and burned her home down. This is significant. This is significant legislation. This is significant for the Biden administration to put it in place. And I love watching it. I think it's a good idea for as far as bringing attention to what June, uh, Juneteenth is. And um, my mixed feelings about Juneteenth come for it's like, yes, it's the day when finally the rest of the slaves were freed. Me personally, I can't help but to think about those slaves that spent an extra two years in slavery, in change, in, in change, being violated. And, and then it's like, oh, you're free now. I just feel like it's, it's a bittersweet, it's a and, bittersweet holiday to me. You know? And to your point, I think it's prudent since we have the attention of people that we, we truly give, give the holiday. Juneteenth, as as uh, so, uh, social media uh, influencer Lynn Easy said, it's another gaslight, right? Because we're not going to sit up here and pretend like Abraham Lincoln signed the right. Emancipation Proclamation to emancipate the slaves out of the goodness of his heart. The reality right. of the situation is the Confederacy was a, they were a 
formidable ally because they had slave labor being able to tend to their homes and also help them fight. And Abraham Lincoln wrote that legislation in order for the slaves to abandon the Confederacy, run to the nearest norm, uh, uh, Yankee camp and help them fight in an effort to end slavery. So it was not to abolish slavery. It was to end the war. If we really want to know the truth about Juneteenth, but this is not that show. But wait a minute. Let's well, just, it, it can be. It can be. Let's just be very clear that the content created around, the, the, the conversation created around Martin Luther King Day has changed Americans' view of the civil rights movement. The content around Juneteenth and celebrating the day is going to change the content around slavery. It's going to force the education system to absorb it into their curriculum. I think this is a movement in the right direction that we're going to see the benefits long past our living days. I, I hope so, Al. But you have this happening with Juneteenth being made a, a national holiday. And then you have, you know, the, 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 the whole critical race theory thing. And they don't want to teach slavery and they don't want to teach the teach. So at the same time, this is happening over here with the holidays. We've got this happening where now they want to erase all their bad behavior that right. white folks did to us. And it's ridiculous. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny that that white folks and their sensitivity and their snowflakedness feel like, well, we, you know, that's kind of young to teach kids about racism. Meanwhile, black kids have to experience y'all's bullshit ass racism, but y'all white kids got to be protected from it. And let me get onto this. Uh, amidst, amidst all of this nonsense, uh, the, one of the most ridiculous governors in the country, which I hope gets voted the hell out of office. I cannot stand Brian Kemp. He's the worst, the governor of Georgia. Um, so he has to formally, uh, sign the documents in the paperwork for the, for the holiday. But, uh, he is. Um, he announced that Juneteenth will not be acknowledged as a paid federal holiday for the state employees, so they're not going to pay for those days off. Okay, uh, he's legally required to sign the proclamation, but uh, he's not checking for Juneteenth, and and he cannot make his racism more apparent. And if y'all don't get him all the way the f u c k out of Georgia, the next chance y'all get, seriously, you deserve everything he does to y'all. Get him out of there. This is un it's such a slap in the face to one of the blackest cities and states in America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they allow, it. They, and allow they allow it. it. they allow it because it supports his, his him, Trump, and all of their actions support what they really feel deep down inside, down to their bone marrow. The fact that you're able to just so whimsically overlook the blatant racism, it says more about you than it does him. I actually respect Brian Kemp. I respect Brian Kemp the utmost because I can see him coming. You know what I'm saying? He wears on his forehead who and what he is. It's the rest of y'all who break bread with us and drink coffee with us at the coffee table uh, at, at work in the office that, that vote for him but want to be friends with us in the office. It's y'all that I have a problem with. Well, I love this conversation. Listen, I love that we have these layers and we can show y'all, we can talk about these kind of topics. And then after this, we're going to get back into some, some uh, buffoonery. An effort. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF and our big announcement when we return. Oh, cool. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm joined by Al Reynolds and fucking Dineva. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Okay, listen, I was going to wait to the end of the show, but I'm looking at the comments on YouTube. Uh, Nina Lynn says, Shut up, Claudia. Y'all better tell us. Uh, <laughs> um, this thing, I hope the announcement, uh, Halima says, I hope the announcement is that they're on television, a longer show or a podcast. Um, 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 what else? Uh, again, shut up, Claudia. Hope they're extending the time for TGIF. 
So let's give yes. them a hint. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Somebody need to give me an iron pill. One of those, oh, I got, you know what? I got to take care of some business. But one of those days, you're going to get more of us. Let's just say that. Okay, I got to, um, I got to do this read real quick so we can get this money so we can do this extra, extra material for y'all. Did y'all know that the average American uh, has 97 points they can add to their credit score? but they have no idea how to get those points. Well, the data scientists at Scoremaster cracked the code on how to make this happen. Now, adding 97 points to your credit score is like found money. Everything becomes cheaper, the world opens up to you. It means fast loan approvals, huge discounts, and low interest rates on everything from buying or refinancing a home to leasing a car to applying for a credit card. How fast is Scoremaster? Well, one member raised his score 33 points in just five days, which is amazing. Another 43 points in a couple of weeks. Scoremaster is easy. It takes about a minute to get started. And if you hurry, you'll get to try Scoremaster, not for $10, not for $20, not for $5, but for free. That's right. Try Scoremaster for free. Raise that credit score up and see how many points you can add to your credit score. So uh, just go to scoremaster.com slash T. That's scoremaster.com slash T. And uh, try it again. Just try to get that, okay? Scoremaster.com slash T. We're taking a quick break. And when we come back, I promise, I'm going to tell y'all, as soon as we start, I'm not going to put y'all off anymore. We'll be right back with the announcement. Two minutes. We like a real show. We got music and everything and an intro. Welcome back to TJF. I'm Claudia Jordan, joined by Alvin and Funky Dineva. The announcement is, Q, do you have something to say? So y'all wrote in, y'all, we heard y'all's cries. We, we took into consideration y'all's comments. And y'all commented so much on how much I was paying for car insurance when I got my new car that I saved 20% by switching to God. <laughs> oh, do, do you have anything you'd like to announce? Congratulations, Q. Thank you. What did you say? Do you have anything to that you have to announce? Do you have any announcements that you need to make? You want me to announce it because I'll announce it. No, I thought you had something. Okay, uh, listen. Let's go ahead and tell them, Claudia. We the show has not been around a year. The show has been doing so well. The numbers have been going through the roof, and because of our soulmates and the support, y'all really tune in on Friday, and then y'all come back and tune in on Saturday. And with that being said, the show's been so successful, and thank you so much to our, our guy, James Dubose. We have been greenlit for a second night. We will be on Wednesdays and Friday. Friday. <laughs> Two nights Two days. Yes. So that's the news I've been, we've been teasing. Sorry, we took so long. It's not going to be next week. It's going to be the week after. Okay. What's that uh, week, Al? 30th. No. The week after next. Just let it be known, y'all, with y'all's continued support and our continued talent, one day we will be on the midnight train the five days a week. Woo-woo! <laughs> I asked the ancestors for it, but Wednesday and Fridays, we about to turn it, baby. So the so first, Wednesday, first Wednesday is June 30th, everybody. Wednesday, June 30th is our first Wednesday. 7 p.m. on the West Coast, 10 p.m. on these. Please let all your friends know to tune in and, and keep promoting TGIF. The more, listen, this is all because of y'all's energy 
in the comments, on message boards, spreading the clips around. And if we can get to two days within six months, imagine what we could do in the next six months. So we we on our way. So again, Fox Soul, James DeBose, thank you so much. Justin Hart, uh, Trina and, and Joyce, thank you so much for believing in us and uh, making this show grow. So there it is. is. Okay, speaking of growing, something that's not growing is Lala Anthony and Carmelo's marriage. She files for divorce, and there's a whole bunch of drama associated with the story. Uh, Q, I know you've been talking about this, right? Yeah. There's side babies and all kinds of allegations, right? Yeah. You know, th- this is really sad, right? And it, it, it's sad because Lala's a good woman. And in this story, it's the embarrassment for me. You know, it is one thing for you to do me wrong. And it's kind of between us. It's the embarrassment for me. And baby, you didn't go out. First of all, Carmelo already stepped out once and had a whole situation that she took him back from. And then, baby, you didn't go out and have one baby from this broad. (laughs) You put that old super sperm in her and had two. Two. I might just let one little bastard child come over here for Christmas and play with my baby. But now I got to swallow this heifer dropping off to to my house while she drive off in a car with money coming out of my household to kids. I can't do it. And then um, mama got the nerve to be on the thing bothering Carmelo talking about this was the line that took me out. This is why I need child support. Do you see how you acting about this money? Girl, your babies ain't even been alive for three damn weeks yet. What the hell? You ain't even had the, the hospital ain't even drafted the invoice yet for the damn for the damn maternity pampers. What is you talking about? This is why I need to be on child support. No, this is why your ass laid it low and spread it wide so you could get child support in the first damn place. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't feel bad for Carmelo because you put yourself in this situation and you lost your family over it. I'm curious to know how are you going to explain this to your 14-year-old son who probably looks at you as his superhero? How do you explain this to your family? How do you explain this to Lala's family? How do you explain this to Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle? Can you handle this? I don't think you can handle this. Woo! Yeah, what what, you why why do people that are married why do married men listen i understand cheating i understand listen sometimes I, not that i uh, condone it but i get like okay something things happen but how are you so reckless when you're a millionaire and married and have so much to lose and they just bust off all free willy free nilly willy all up in random vaginas this ain't the first one this is the second one like I don't get how you're like, okay, like you don't feel uncomfortable just laying your peen up in another girl when you got to wash your thing up in the sink and go home to your wife and act like you was out with a boy. <laughs> I don't sink. get it. In the sink. And you know, what? I, before you go out, I don't know how he lives with himself hurting her the way you do. Like, how do you do that to somebody? Listen, I, I feel like they have a situation and we don't know their situation because we're not in their situation, but it's quite clear that they've been on the rocks since year seven of their relationship. Okay? Since his other baby he had? Since his other baby. 
she tried to take him back. It didn't work out. It was strange. She even said it was strange. Like, they just have been having a whole lot of problems for a long time. What I want to go through, though, which is cracks me up, and maybe y'all will give me two minutes to do this, is let's talk about the 11 facts that we know about this private woman. First of all, number one, the woman claims that they met Camilla last year in 2020 when he was quarantining with his wife in New York, right? Number two, she knew he was still married, but said that he lived a single man's life. Now, some say this is supposed to be Lee Daniels' niece or cousin yeah. or something like that. Number three, she learned she was pregnant with twins in September of 2020 while they were still quarantining, right? So they had sex, then she found out she had twin, tw having twins in twins. Number four, her plan was to get an abortion, but guess what? Camelo didn't show up at the procedure. So she couldn't pay for it. He wasn't there to pay for it. So she kept the kids. All right. Number five, Camelo allegedly convinced her to move to London so that the, the U.S. press wouldn't get their hands on this information. He paid for all of the expenses for her to stay over there and live and have the kids there. Number six, the problem was the twins arrived two months early because they were preemies and they were in NICU and she's reaching out to him. Number seven, one twin is a boy and he suffered a complication with his brain, which required surgery. Now, this is where Camelo went wrong in this entire situation. Number eight, Camelo allegedly wouldn't answer any of her calls or texts as related to that child being in NICU. Now, you know, do not mess with a black woman when she's trying to reach you to tell you some important information. If you do not freaking call her back, it's over. Number nine, the woman says at times she was even having suicidal thoughts about the entire ordeal after he wasn't calling her back. Number 10, the woman claims that one of Lala's friends, who we just recently learned is Kim Kardashian, hired a private investigator to get the scoop on the woman. Number 11, now the woman is pissed off. You're not returning her call. You have her own over in London with these kids in the hospital by herself. Hopefully she's got family there. Now she's saying she's airing him out because he needs to be responsible for his actions and his kids, especially since one is on a deathbed. And you know what? I agree. You know what? Carmelo is an amazing basketball player. And I think he's a great dad to his son, his firstborn. I really do. But he's a horrible cheater. You don't bust off in the sidey and then don't call her back. You got to be so nice to her until she leaves the abortion clinic. If that's the plan, you going to diss a girl and not even return phone calls. When all you got to do is go swipe that card or go drop up that $450 or whatever cost these days, of course she's going to air you out and be mad. Okay, anyways, you messed up, Carmelo. And um, the comments are saying a whole bunch of things about he ain't been the same ever since, uh, you know, he was told uh, what Lala smells like, uh, tastes like honey, not Cheerios. Remember, remember when that happened? The other player oh. said that Lala smelled like uh, honey, not Cheerios. You remember it, that? My, my heart goes out. My heart. Cameron Garnett. My heart goes out to Lala for this level of embarrassment. I don't think anybody deserves this, especially somebody who seemingly has been a good wife and a good mother to his child. Lala doesn't deserve this. And I really do feel bad. And I hope she's got a strong support system to help her get, get through this. And, and give, that lady, give that lady her money. Give her her money. Okay? Cut the check. Both of those ladies deserve their money. Both of them deserve their money. I love Lala. I love them together as a couple, but I think Lala is such a dope, a dope woman. I just love, she supports everybody else. And I hope she has the most amazing, sexy, well-endowed, uh, um, um, uh, 
rebound dude the world has to offer. I hope she gets it in and gets over this man as quickly as she can because she's been embarrassed and hurt for too long. Real quick, before we go to break, a few people, on, I just want to shout out a few people that are sending their congratulations. We have so many people that were so happy about the announcement. Uh, real quick, let me just say, uh, damn, there's so many comments tonight. Uh, this, okay, we got to, okay. Uh, uh, Queen O Steel says five days a week, here we come. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Tamiko uh, says, congrats, everybody's doing a great job. Diva says, yes, Claudia, you'll now be on three days a week. <laughs> I think Erica says, this is the highlight of my Friday. Somebody said they love me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are just really going in. Uh, oh, they, uh, Ray Baylor, before we go, says, better cameras for Claudia and Dineva. Please, please, please. We're going to work that out. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Welcome back to TGIF, your new favorite show on Fridays and coming soon, Wednesdays. And here is one of my favorite parts of the show. That is when one of my esteemed fellow co-hosts gets to show their reading skills. Doesn't always work out. Take it away, Al. (laughs) Whatever, Claudia. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, guys. It's been one hell of a year, and if you're like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to, and for some, especially in the bedroom. Well, it's time to snap out of it because spring is here, and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. For those of you who hate swallowing pills like myself, we got you covered. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable, and they help men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. And guess what? You don't have to worry about those awkward visits to the doctor's office because Blue True is an online prescription that ships direct to your door in a discreet package. Blue True's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. As far as the registration process, it's simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. And tonight, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew for free when you use our promo code TEA at checkout. And you'll only pay $5 for shipping. That's right, bluechew.com, promo code TEA to receive your first month free. We would like to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our show. And Al Reynolds reads with his finger. We'll be right back with more TGIF. Let's go. <laughs> Y'all have no idea. Welcome back to TGIF with Al Reynolds, Funky Dineva, and myself, Claudia Jordan. So we have a comment in the YouTube, very active tonight. Y'all, y'all going in. Um, I think it was Irene said, Irene says, I want to see what Claudia and Funky are doing while Al is reading. Al, we try to distract you. What, what was distract. going on? Claudia was twerking, number one. <laughs> and Q was trying to out twerk her so that they could distract me so that I would mess up. But, you know, I pulled through. <laughs> you, was, you was red and sweaty. And me and Claudia was old and out of breath. Okay. <laughs> we would <laughs> You know what's messed up, Q? We wanted to keep going, but the, the, cardio, just, the cardio just wasn't there. I had to oh, sit down God. and drink this damn Merlot. Oh, God. I'm, I'm starting to feel it. 
Look, KJ gonna get some lazy sex tonight after that. She doesn't exactly all her energy. Okay. I'm tired. You better be happy with this lazy hand. Okay, anyways, let's move on. Um, so when playing the victim goes wrong, this next story is is just out of control. The whole Chrissy Teigen story and fashion designer Michael Costello, you know, he's trying to call her out for bullying him to the point of him contemplating suicide. And when, ever since he did that, scores of women, black women, have been coming forward talking about their experiences with Mr. Costello. Maxie J, a black female designer, exposed a terrible encounter she had where she claims he called her an N-word bitch. Uh, singer Leona Lewis revealed that she had a traumatizing experience with Costello after he made her feel insecure because she wasn't the required body type for his fashions. What are your thoughts on Michael Costello's uh, attempt to call her out? Also, Fallon of Real Housewives of Atlanta, whose husband is now marrying Portia while he's still in- married to uh, Fallon, but he's engaged to Portia. Um, she also had an experience with Michael Costello saying basically, you know, he was very rude there. She wrote like this long post. What are your thoughts on this? What do y'all think? Let me tell you something. If Sharon Osborne didn't teach us one thing, it was to mind your business in the midst of other people's scandal, whether you got something negative or positive to contribute. Now, the thing that gets me with Michael Costello is, your last name is Costello, okay? You ain't white by any stretch of the imagination. And it kills me when persons of color and see that's another thing that's why i don't subscribe to this people of color thing we're not all in one basket you know what i'm saying there is a complete anti-black sentiment that runs deep throughout the united states and other minorities and persons of color they come to this country and adopt that everybody wants to be everything except black he got that from somewhere he got it from his industry In order to be on par with his industry, you have to be anti-Black to a degree. And he's adopted that. This is not the first, second, third time that I've heard about Michael Costello. I know a lot of people in the industry, fashion people, who have told me some very similar horror stories about Michael Costello. I find it funny that you tried to jump in on this Christy Teigen stuff for whatever reason, and it's personal. And see, here's how God fixed you. Because you thought you were going to use your platform and put a little extra stank on it, talking about you are traumatized and committing suicide. Boy, you are sissy in the United States of America. <laughs> that little bit of mess that she said to you, if, if you didn't kill yourself when you was in elementary school from being a sissy, whatever the hell Christy Teigen had to say to you was not finna send your ass over the goddamn Golden Gate Bridge. Cut it out. You tried to put 20 on 10, all right, and it backfired on your ass. And another thing before I get off the line, Eva Marshall, you already losing jobs left and right, and you barely holding on over there at Ricky Smiley. You need to mind your B.I. business, okay? Just because you had a pleasant experience with Michael Costello, and the only reason why you, Black woman, had a pleasant experience is because you was a woman of status, and he saw something in you that he could leverage and benefit from. But just because you had a positive experience does not negate or minimize the experience or the truth and what these other people are saying. The last person that jumped to somebody's defense blindly lost their job, a.k.a. Sharon Osborne. Shut the hell up 
and sang the church announcements with Sister Bernice and Carpet Munch and Eating Ass Brad <laughs> and Ricky Smiley and Gary Ass and Stay Up Out of Michael Costello and and uh-huh. um and 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 Miona Lewis damn um business. Your husband is over there a law a lawyer, but he ain't doing that much damn law in Atlanta. You need you need your damn job. And all them kids and court cases you got with Kevin who keep trying to come find y'all and you got to keep moving every two weeks because he crazy and looking for y'all. You need your little piece of job. So mind your business and let this thing play out the way it need to play out. I'm minding my business. Go ahead, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the reason why you know what he says makes no sense whatsoever. Like, it, it's so funny because I started my career in the fashion industry as a private banker too. I, like I shared on the show before with all the main photographers, all the main uh, models <clears throat> or whatever were clients of mine. This shadiness exists all up and down the fashion industry. You know, Naomi Campbell talks about it frequently about her experience in the fashion industry, but as it relates to him calling people out, especially like making, um, Fallon feel bad because her body wasn't the body type of a model and the other black designer for being a black designer. Listen, he's worked with Beyonce. He's worked with Tony Braxton. He's worked with J-Lo. He's worked with Alicia Keys. He worked with Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Kim Kardashian. All of them don't have a zero body, period. And that's what the fashion industry values. But what they do have is status. And that's what he is addicted to. But unfortunately, like you said, this is when when his, what did you call it went wrong? Wanting status? Uh, playing, playing, playing the victim. Playing, playing the victim. victim. First of all, he's got a mental issue going on, if you ask me, considering how he is up and down people's comments on people's Instagram. And the way he treated that young lady in that fabric shop is 100% unacceptable. You do not put your hands on a Black woman and you do not call any Black person uh, Black N-I-G-G-A-H, Okay. In general, I think he should be canceled, period. If you want to exercise the cancel culture, let's exercise it today on him. And I feel like, and people might get mad at me about this, but I have never cared about the fake attempt to cancel me. I'm going to say this. I'm going to speak what I think. The people that came for Chrissy Teigen, yes, Chrissy Teigen was wrong with her conversation with that then 16-year-old girl. Let's just put that away. We all know that. Let's table that. She's admitted it. She's paid a dear price, a happy price for that. The, do y'all feel differently? And we got to go to break, but do y'all feel differently about how people have been kind of canceling Chrissy Teigen, knowing that she was, her, her venom from Michael Costello was in defense of Black women? Does it deserve a relook, a revisit? Because I'm all for people freedom fighting in the name of, of what's right and, and going in, going ham on people for, for them being F-ups. You know what I mean? And she was doing this to him. Right. And then he, you know what I mean? And now that we know the full story, I kind of look at it a little differently. Like if you do, if you're, she's like a vigilante for kind of justice, I think. For, 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 if, she if she didn't have so many offenses, if she didn't have so many offenses, I would agree with you, Claudia. But that young lady got quite a few offenses. It's not one. It's not two. It's not five. It's not ten. She got way too many offenses for me to come back to this one situation and say she was defending him and it was a black woman that she was defending as well. Mm, No. And I think we all know based on how she is totally dialing it all back and taking responsibility that this isn't hinged on one incident. This is hinged on a career. 
of being rude and nasty to get attention? You know, I think we pick and choose when, 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 what the rude and nasty people that we support because there's plenty of reality stars and the radio personalities that we all, and, and, and Al, you're friends with one of the major offenders of this, okay? We think listen, it's cute. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish real quick. We think it's cute from certain people, but then certain other people, we don't like them. So we villainize, we demonize them more. And I just, I'm just all about fairness. And I think people have said a, a lot, wor way worse things if you're keeping it a buck. You're right. If you want to keep it a buck, though, uh, my friend has always kept it real. She didn't start off being something and then change to be something else. My friend has been consistent in her brand all, all along the way, all 15 years of it. So it wasn't like she presented one thing and then because she wanted to be in a higher status and in a different realm, she started to present a different way. One thing you can't say about that woman is that she has been inconsistent in her brand. And, and, and you have more than one friend that I'm referring to, but this be a real person. It, it is. But 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 here's let me just let me just say this. Let me speak, let me speak my truth. People, Chrissy didn't just stop becoming like this. I, I worked with Chrissy Teigen on Deal or No Deal when she was an alternate model, okay? That girl had the same exact spicy shit talking personality as she has now, but now she's on a bigger platform and people are just acute. You, you know what I'm saying? So well, I, I think, just feel like I think the I think the other issue too is that she built a brand based on selling Pampers sheets and Tide. You know what I'm saying? Right. She 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 misrepresented herself. I think right. that if she if she would have come out and built a brand that was consistent with who she truly but, is, that she wouldn't be in that. trouble. Like I know for a fact, Funky Dineva, I could never sell J C Penny products. I'm never going to get a Penny sponsorship, but I'll get an absolute vodka sponsorship. I'm never going to get a Gerber baby sponsorship, but I'll get a Ciroc sponsorship. The problem is with her, she was trying to sell sheets and flowers and pampers when she really needed to be selling vodka and condoms. Right, exactly. So y'all, so y'all who are new to Chrissy Teigen, she's always been like this, y'all. She just got in, put in a mainstream position because of who she married. Chrissy Teigen, if you go back to her Twitter, I mean, we're seeing it now. Go back 10 years. She's been talking this shit. For, listen, I'm not apologizing for her for her foul behavior. I don't think it's right to tell anybody to kill themselves, although that was a joke that a lot of people told 60, 10 years ago, but she said it to a, a teenager. It wasn't right. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying we are so funny style how it's okay over here. It's okay over here. But I'm just always about fairness. That's just, that's just my thing. I'm sorry. But we... Uh, what about like about the show? We can agree to disagree. That's mm -hmm. it. We don't got to all be on the same page. You know what I'm no, saying? No, to we, we just got a message that said we don't have to go to break, child. So what's the next story? Honey? <laughs> we we do not have to go to break. So um, to go to break. they said they said the conversation flowing. They said forget them damn advertisers, baby. They said who else y'all want to bust up since Funky on this iron pill? Let's go. What let's else go. we got, Claudia? Keep so it light. Let's not make it deep. Let's not do that 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 deep story. Well, okay, well, <sighs> gotta talk about this one. This ain't really deep. It's actually kind of funny. A Florida man, Ronnie O'Neill, okay, it starts off terrible. Uh, Ronnie O'Neill III, who's facing the death penalty for killing his girlfriend, the artistic daughter, and stabbing his son. This dumbass decided to uh, act as his own defense attorney, and he's going viral for the man. Did you see the man's opening statement? Let's, let's take Did you see look the man? At the, yeah. Please, please look at this statement, please.
Okay. First of all, I don't think he competent to stand trial. (laughs) And granted, what he did was atrocious and he needs to pay. It is beyond obvious that from his eyes to the hair to the him even representing himself that he is not competent to withstand trial. That that's just what I got on it. Well, maybe he's trying to set himself for the 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 just I mean, plea insanity insanity. Yeah, because is is he's helping that case, right? For sure. It's just okay. sad. It's just sad because you know the the thing that touched me the most about this story was that he he deboweled his son. Now, what does debowel mean? Cut somebody's stomach open and their intestines came out? No, he stabbed him so much that his intestines started to come out of his body. So he stabbed his son so many times. Luckily, he was a young guy. You know, back in the day, they used it as a, as a torture mechanism because the intestines, you, you're definitely not going to kill them right away. So to torture them, you would debowel them and get them to talk because obviously it's not hitting any major a- um, you know, arteries or whatever. But anyway, that that to me, when you devour your son, your young son, who's like younger than five, that's absolutely, he should be put underneath the jail, in my opinion. And again, I'm not trying to excuse it whatsoever. And I'm not trying to please sympathy for him. But y'all cannot tell me that something is not off in his brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that's just not natural. I think it's a natural biological, biological mechanism for a parent to protect a child. I think, I think, I, first of all, I think when you murder somebody, period, like with your hands, with a weapon or something that you've snapped, but to, to, to kill and dismember your daughter and your son, again, I'm not trying to plead a sympathy case for him, but I think that's evidentiary of the fact that it's something is off with this man's mind. What is wrong with society? It seems like, I, I don't know if it's because we have more access and we get the news faster with social media. You know what I mean? It's just like a 24-hour news cycle. Or are we different now than what we were before? Have we always been such crazy, savage people? Because these oh, crimes, I mean, these crimes, you're killing your son, you're pulling the guts out, you're raping your child. It's just like, has it worn, I, I don't know we're a light show, but has it worn had its effect on y'all i'm finding myself being having these emotional reactions to the news a lot of times like just trying to picture what kind of mind frame you're in to do these things to another person family or not i mean you know some of the old folks would say it's the devil you know for 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 those that that believe in that and and granted i'm not the, the biggest it's the devil but you can't tell me what he did was not rooted right. in something that was just pure evil that that's that's supernatural and beyond this world because that's that that's just not normal that that that's not even normal rage that that that's just something that I don't even think science can explain yeah because think about it he went from having a gun shooting the people that wasn't a good enough so then he took the gun and beat his 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 girlfriend to death and then because the gun wasn't good enough he then grabbed a knife and that's how he messed up his disabled daughter and then stabbed his son something there's a little wire in this off right there but i still yep. think he needs to go to jail regardless i don't care oh. he needs to be under jail, underneath the jail and they just need and, to send him a psychologist once one hour a day and what's wrong with our society where we're not catching these things earlier on i'm sure there was some kind of sign 
in in high school or junior high. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, I've watched enough Law and Order to know and enough Eon and enough other stuff to know that you can't do anything to somebody until they commit a crime. And and, and that that, that shit, you can't just say, I think Claudia crazy and I think she might kill somebody one day. You can't do anything until they commit a crime. And, And you know what? Even when you do commit a crime, it's the severity. I remember I got assaulted one time by a crazy ex who beat, like threw me into did all kind of crazy stuff. Right? I don't want to get into it, but the police came and they did not really find it. Like there wasn't a sense of urgency because they said, well, you didn't die and there's no blood and you're kind of dark skinned. So we don't see the bruises so severely. And I'm like, so we have to wait till I die for you to take it seriously. Got it. This, there's a serious problem with that. So anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. I had an ex pick me up by my neck and hold me over the balcony and tell me he was going to drop me. And when he let me go, I called the police. When he knew I was calling the police, he called the police at the same time. The police got there and saw that it was two men and literally just did not want to deal with it and said, either we both go to bed or they taking both of us to jail. Which one do you want? Unbelievable. And so I I had to go back in there at four o'clock in the morning and take my ass to bed. You know, that that's that's a whole nother show that we can talk about. Like when it's when it's man on man relationship. And you know, I ain't had a man since, okay? Because I was not about to lose my life. Cause my mama told me to pick up a knife and cut his ass. Okay. Oh my god. But I was you not about to go to jail for that Negro. Uh, 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 we got we're gonna end the show with some kind of we're gonna be in a, a higher note before we leave so we don't real quick, I wanna get your thoughts on the story. Tupac, you know, would have been fifty. Jada Pinkett out here posting never, be seen, never before seen uh, poems, Lost Souls, that was written by Tupac. Um, I mean, I, she's posted a That's lot about Tupac. Is as hell. He, he is dealing with some shit at home. I'm going to be the one to say it. That's why he's overweight and unhappy. That woman's driving him crazy and bringing this up right now when he's fighting that weight challenge, that... That's going to put him back a couple of days. I promise. At least that's just my opinion. The comments were Jada out here embarrassing Will again. I really believe they belong together. Sorry, Will. Girl, okay, how many damn poems you got and how the hell you hide them all in the same house as Will Smith? Right, right. That's why he's... How many poems you got? That's why he's that's why he's out of shape. Listen, somebody like him, that wealthy, that rich, that that person to have access to everything, he is not happy and he's not happy at home that's and, and this ain't making it no better because he keeps getting reminded about this situation they played nice in the press around this once before they tried to agree on the announcement that they were going to make about him understanding but the fact that the two of them have been in the room on multiple times and they never spoke lets you know how deep and how wide that runs for that couple and you and you can compete with an august alcina but you can't compete with a ghost <laughs> can't compete with a ghost what do you do you oh you mad he dead will you you alive he dead he even here why are you tripping like, how does it feel coming up as a, in the cash game we we coming we're 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 coming back we're by first day wednesday is june 3rd 30th right Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 one more time. So we'll be then, back next Friday, and then the week after that, we are here Wednesday and Friday. And if and if y'all keep applying the pressure y'all been applying to Foxel, 
They're going to have no choice to make us be three, four, five days. I'm just saying, Funky Dineva, Q, uh, Al Reynolds, it's been a, a pleasure tonight. Y'all have a good time? I had a great time, y'all. Bye, everybody. I want to thank Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds for joining me tonight, of course, for being, you know, just making the show the fabulous show that it is. Stick around. We've got uh, the Tammy Mac Late Show coming up next. And we'll see you next Friday. Then after that, next Wednesday and next Friday. We'll see you later. Bye, y'all.